Welcome to The Ron Show on the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. I'm your host, Ron Rupp. Thanks for listening. It is Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. 59 years to the day since John F. Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas. And while we don't have uh, much correlation with uh, today's show with that, it is noteworthy that it has been 59 years since the last major assassination, although not the last attempt, the last major assassination attempt, would have been 1981, when John Hinckley Jr. tried to kill then-President Ronald Reagan. Anyway, we have a lot to get into today, uh, history class not being one of them. Uh, let's see, we've got new Senate polling out. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, Senator Warnock, by the way, heads to Wrightsville, Georgia last night. That is Herschel Walker's hometown in a, uh, a packed school. And... Um, I'm hearing rumors that some of Walker's family was there, some of his relatives, maybe. Uh, Interesting there. Oh, gosh, y'all. Marjorie Taylor Greene got her personal Twitter back. Good for her. She wants an apology. Uh, We'll we'll dive into that. Let's see what else we've got. Oh, oh, here's a question that I've been wanting to talk about for quite a while, and we've just had so much stuff going on that I haven't had a chance to dive into it yet. I'm going to save this for the last segment. Why are we so drawn to wealthy people for leaders? Seriously, why who why is that still a thing? I mean, I get it when we were going from British colonies to new independent country in an era where only white men could vote and I mean, I get it. I get it if it's, you know, the 1700s. But we're in the 21st century. Why are we still looking towards wealth? empower for political leadership? It's a question we'll talk about again on the last segment here of the show. I'm going to lead today's show, however, with what is breaking news coming out of Southeast Georgia, where three Camden County deputies have been fired and arrested after video surfaced that showed them punching Jamal, I'm sorry, Jarrett Hobbs, age 41, of Greensboro, North Carolina, inside a small cell. That took place in September. We just found out about it a couple of weeks ago. And now finally, those three former deputies have been fired and are under arrest. I'm reading this story that just broke from the AJC at AJC.com. Shadi Abu Said reports that uh, violent footage of the September 3rd encounter drew national attention after an attorney posted surveillance video showing several sheriff's office employees struggling with Jared Hobbs Several of the men appeared to punch Hobbs while trying to subdue him. So it was today, however, that Camden Sheriff Jim Proctor said the GBI concluded its investigation into the inmate altercation, they're calling it, which resulted in the termination and subsequent arrests of three employees. Those employees are Mason Garrick, Braxton Massey, and Ryan Bagel each charged with battery of an inmate and violating their oath of office, according to the sheriff's office uh, in a news release that they sent out earlier today. The agency also conducted its own investigation into the incident. Massey had been with the sheriff's office six months. Garrick had been employed there 18 months. Bagel worked for the agency for three years, according to the sheriff's. All three were booked into the Camden County Jail, I'm sure treated better than Mr. Hobbs were. In addition, two others involved Face disciplinary action resulting from the findings of the internal investigation. Their names have not been released. 
Reading further, GBI Director Mike Register is holding a 4 p.m. news. Oh, he's doing that right now as I'm taping, so unfortunately I won't be able to have audio of that until maybe later in the show. Harry Daniels, an Atlanta-based civil rights attorney, shared the video on Twitter earlier this month calling for prosecutors to bring charges immediately. He said Hobbs was suffering from a psychological episode and asking to be placed in a protective confinement. But instead of protecting him, these deputies jumped him and beat and kicked him mercilessly like a gang of dangerous thugs, according to Mr. Daniels. He goes on to say, this wasn't some arrest that got out of hand or a judgment call made out of fear for your life. He said in a tweet, this was targeted gang violence, pure and simple. It just so happens that the gang members were wearing badges and were calling on the district attorney to bring charges immediately. Daniels did tweet earlier this afternoon, this is just the first step towards justice. Convictions and imprisonment are the final acts. Again, that just coming out earlier this afternoon, those three Camden County deputies caught on video punching and kicking Jarrett Hobbs, age 41, of Greensboro, North Carolina, who I believe had been pulled over for speeding and possession of drugs? Marijuana, was it? Uh, Yes, it was a drug possession charge that he was brought in for. Uh, According to the TV station News 4 out of Jacksonville at news4jax.com, Harry Daniels, uh, along with some other attorneys representing Mr. Hobbs, has also called on the Department of Justice to investigate whether or not this was a racially motivated crime. Okay, uh, moving on, we have new polling in the Senate runoff. The first actual major poll that's been done since the November 8th election. And uh, this one commissioned by the AARP. It shows Warnock with a 51 to 47 percent advantage for the time being. However, No way of knowing how much of that will be likely voter turnout on the runoff or even before the runoff. We have now at least five days and in some counties, seven days of early voting before the December 6th runoff. Warnock also leads uh, among voters between the ages of 18 and 49. That's a 24 point margin for the 18 to 49 voter. Walker has a nine point edge amongst older's 50 uh, voters 50 and older and this poll seems to indicate that 90% of those older voters are quote extremely motivated uh, whereas only about 3 quarters of the voters under the age of 50 share their motivation obviously young voter turnout is going to be important to Warnock's reelection bid also check this out The poll also seems to indicate that Warnock has a pretty hefty lead amongst independent voters, which will be about 30% of turnout if the uh, past few elections are an indication. He leads amongst independents 54 to 39%. There's also a gender gap uh, showing in this poll as well, with Warnock leading Herschel Walker among women by 11 points and a five-point advantage for Herschel Walker among men. What blows my mind is, when you drill down even deeper into this poll, that Warnock has only a 51% positive rating compared with a 45% unfavorable, while Walker has a 45% favorable and 49% unfavorable. How can this be? I often wonder if 
Warnock were a white preacher of a major church if his positives would only be 51%. I mean, I see the stuff on Twitter or social media all the time. Well, how can he be a preacher and be pro-abortion? Never mind the fact that that's just a it's, a, it's a dumb statement. It's a dumb question. Raphael Warnock has never said he's pro-abortion. He's basically stated that as a political leader, he believes that that is the decision between a woman and her doctor. He's not weighed in on it from a moralistic point of view. He's just stated that as a political leader, he believes it's a decision to be made with a woman in concert with her doctor. Even then, that doesn't account for 49%. Well, it's 45% unfavorable, I guess. It doesn't account for 45% unfavorable when less than 45% of the state of Georgia. Is it that he is associated with Joe Biden, the nefarious Joe Biden? The Joe Biden who would leave a voicemail like this to his son? It's dad. I called to tell you I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. Can I get some help? I don't know what to do. I know you don't either. I get why the MAGA mouth breathers don't like Joe Biden. He beat my idol. He beat my God. But I don't get the sheer hatred for Joe Biden otherwise. And so I also don't get the hatred, the 45% negative view of Reverend Senator Raphael Warnock. You can disagree with him politically and still have a and still have a positive view of him. This is just how divided this country is. It's sickening. What am I saying? Of course we are. I, I, I want to make note, actually, b- because that question came to mind when I saw this post uh, on Instagram. Uh, Justin Noble asked, are we really this divided? Last night, five people were killed when a gunman opened fire in a gay club in Colorado. He goes on, today the Denver Broncos put up a statement of support. They used their uh, rainbow-colored version of the logo. All they said was that their hearts go out to the victims, in this case, people who were murdered. They announced sympathy because people were killed. And then he goes on to show some of the comments. These are the comments they got. There are so many of these comments that this image isn't even edited. There are full pages where every comment on screen is filled with hate and callousness. Yeah, I guess we are that divided. It's disgusting. And I noticed that stuff too. When the Falcons celebrated their first Pride game this year, they threw their logo up, the multicolor logo, the rainbow logo, and the predictable social media comments were there. All right, enough on that. This is a short segment. I could go on a long time. All right, the queen of the thumb faces, Marjorie Taylor Greene, back with her personal account on Twitter. We'll give you some of the highlights of the early goodies so far. And are we voting Saturday or are we not? That and more on The Ron Show on the America One Radio app and on AmericaOneRadio.com. Hey, I want to share a bit of an email. My good friend and the first lender I worked with professionally in real estate, Greg Janicki, sent me earlier this week. Uh, Greg's a vice president and branch manager with a uh, first community mortgage and another proud cat dad, too, and a joy to work with should you decide to be a home buyer. Now, his email was written to real estate agents, but I think the message applies to tentative potential home buyers and income property buyers, too. Now, here's an excerpt that I wanted to share with you. Today's uh, WSJ prime rate hit 6.25%. When I entered the business, Greg's talking here, in January of 1990, the prime rate was 10%. That was my first year in lending, Greg says, and I made more money than any of my previous 16 years in the corporate world. 
People were buying homes, cars, appliances, furniture, and doing home renovations without fear of rates. Last month, more building permits were pulled than the previous month. On Tuesday of this week, that was last week, a seller in East Cobb accepted an offer of $80,100 over list price after being on the market a whopping five days. Although I, Greg says, could go on, you get the point. The fact is real estate is alive, certainly not running at the pace of five months ago, but by no means stopped or dead as some newscasters are promoting. And he's right. By the way, I am an agent, Ron Roberts, with EXP Realty. I am a realtor, and I'm here to help you if you have questions about buying or selling your home. Now is not a bad time to buy. Much better than it was for your parents and grandparents when we were looking at their rates from 15, 20, 40 years ago. It's also not a bad time to sell if you've got a property worth selling. And if you don't, got some issues you need fixed up, I've got folks that can help you with that as well. Hit me up at 843-283-0078 or email me, ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396-720. Dear kids about the dangers of vaping can be hard. Getting them to listen to hot gossip is easy. So here's some drama you could share with your kid. Dude, did you hear about Cassie and Jake? No, but did you hear that vaping can cause irreversible lung damage and nicotine affects brain development? <gasps> Nuh-uh. You don't need to gossip if you want to have an open conversation about vaping. So if you want to get tips on when and how to talk to your kids, visit talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. I invite you to show your support for this show. If you own or manage a business that could benefit from partnering with Atlanta's only liberal progressive talk outlet, you can do that and support America One Radio and The Ron Show. We have absurdly affordable advertising packages, and you'll have yours truly working with you to craft your messaging and produce your advertising or pitch your product myself if necessary. Plus, with our social media outreach, we can bring more attention to your support of this show and America One Radio. Find out more by emailing me at theronshowatl at gmail.com or call me direct at 843-283-0078.